Welcome, friends, to random number 135. That's right. We took a couple weeks off, a little short hiatus, before kicking into the the fourth year, the fourth season, third year we've been doing this show. Um, Yeah, and we've got a doozy for you for sure. Uh, We've had some scheduling problems and all that kind of stuff, but we're we're bringing you a good-sized episode this time. Uh, We're going to be talking about the lock and key episodes. I only watched two episodes, so we're going to finish off talking about the season. Um, The entire first season of X-Files. We also caught I Am Not Okay With This, new one on Netflix. And then we're going to be touching on High Fidelity on Hulu, as well as Hunters on Amazon Prime. And then we're going to be talking about Sonic, The Invisible Man, and Fantasy Island here at the end. Uh, I'm sure you got all that right, watched, right? It's only been a couple weeks for all of that. <laughs> uh, I actually did not, so... Uh-oh. What did you not? Fantasy Island was only playing at one showing. You like, like one son third. of a bitch. You forced like, me huh. on this movie? You forced this movie on me? And then you're just like, ah, I can miss it. To hell with it. It was either that or I didn't watch Sonic. So you take the choice that you want to make. I knew you'd be pissed if I didn't watch Sonic. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, also, did you see the new Candyman uh, trailer? Of course I did. You ready to watch the original again? No, I fucking absolutely am not. (laughs) Maybe in a month. Probably in two months right before it comes out. But like... I even, like, kind of tried watching the trailer and, like, whoever's doing the sound work for Peel's movies, production, whatever, like, they're nailing it. They're nailing the shit out of it, and I'm just fucking terrified of it. The whole thing right now. You're such a baby. I'm not a baby. I don't like paranormal crap. (laughs) It's so dumb, though, because, like, it doesn't affect you because at no point would you ever walk up to a mirror and say Candyman. Yeah, times. but I have a lot of friends like you just run into a fucking bathroom that I'm in and just say it five times real quick right behind me. And I'm like, oh, well, we're all dead. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. To hell with everybody. It's probably one of the greatest, tr- biggest traumas from my childhood. Fuck What's crazy is like a lot of people say that. I remember so little about that movie. I remember I saw it when I was a kid. And, like, as I've gotten older, I recognized all, like, the racial themes in it and, you know, the idea of poverty and class segregation. But, like, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid and it didn't really affect me. I don't... Your mind is a mysterious thing. That's for sure. Because this fucking traumatized me. I'm not... Like, of course, like, the first opening scene with the blood, like, soaking through the floor, that's not feasible in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I think the first time I only made it halfway through, uh, because it gets to the the scene where, like, the dog's head's cut off, and I was like, nope, no fucking way, get the hell out of here, and just was like, I'll deal with this trauma on my own for the next decade. Yeah, watched it when I was a teenager because, like, my friends wanted to watch Candyman 3, and I was like, maybe that's fine. So, like, we watched the third, and then I told them I'd never watch the other two, I guess, and I was like, well, that's fucking awful. That's why did I do that to myself? Um, Yeah, I hope the guy never comes back, and the way it seems like they're doing it for the new movie is intriguing, and they have fucking Dr. Manhattan. I was like, God damn everything. I she hate got- all of everything. <laughs> and they made a creepy, t- creepy uh, TLC version of the song. And I'm like, God damn it. That's Destiny, <laughs> that is Destiny's Child. Song. Destiny's Child. My apologies. Uh, I knew it was one of those bands that were around the same time. This is even better. Because like... <laughs> so good because you're like oh the song is called say my name you know and Candyman, you have to say his name and also beyonce's fans are called the beehive and candy man's got the bees in his chest i fucking hate it even more 
How do you do that? I just... Yeah, I'm definitely not ready for it at all, any way, shape, or form. But fuck if we're not going to watch it because you hate me to the point where we're going to. I just watch everything. That's fair. But goddammit. It's just a dude with a hook, man. Nothing to be scared about. It's it's a serial killer that you can't kill? It's got everything to be scared of? (laughs) Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Not a fan. But you know what? It's stupid because I'm sure it'll be at the top of my list at the end of the year. And I hate that. I probably hate that more than all of that. (laughs) Every year. For these four years we've been doing this, every year just more and more horror films keep sneaking into your top ten. It's amazing. I hate it. I hate it so goddamn much. So, let's start off talking... Uh, let's do X-Files. Because if people want to skip over this part, I'm sure it'd be like 10, 15 minutes. But... How sweet is season one? <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> like, is it? Hold on. It is- do you really not like season I'm fucking... I'm fascinated by the entire goddamn thing. Like I told you the other night when we were like, I don't even know, within the past weeks when we really haven't done this, we've been communicating <laughs> a little. And I was just like, I've watched 18 episodes at this point, and I think six of them are good. Like, that's where I sit at this. Like, most of I'm, that season was trash. I'm trying to find maybe two episodes that I just didn't care about. But, like, I've got fucking notes, and I'm like, I love all of this. I love the fucking... Just the ridiculous... Like, it's so weird, because the show started out, I must, I had to have been eight, eight years old. So, like, the formative years, and, like, I remember, like, almost all of this shit going down, and, like, it's weird that they had the hand on the pulse of the nation, it seemed, and it's still relevant to today. Oh, for <laughs> Somehow. sure. I, I mean, we, I, you know, I was speaking to that a little bit last time we recorded but i was obviously not only further ahead of you you had watched like two episodes where i'd watched like 15 at that point (laughs) um (laughs) but i've also seen the show and i was commenting on like how it's still relevant and again it's it's you know the fear of the government as we're coming out of the cold war at that time and this of just how weird and disconnected america was at the time you know like Mm -hmm. it's just it's super interesting and i still think it's a very relevant show still it's like we keep going through these same problems over and over that they're trying to touch on but Mm. most of the episodes in that season are trash like (laughs) you get through you get through it because Duchovny and Anderson are so good they're Mm -hmm. just like they're immediately in these roles and know what they're doing and they're just great but the stuff around them the show hasn't quite figured out what it wants to do all the what what we would call the quote-unquote mythology episodes, the stuff that involves aliens versus the monsters of the week, which is the non-alien stuff, uh, is just, it's all hodgepodgey. Everything's just kind of like, I don't know, time stops when people talk about abductions. Let's do some weird time stop stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's do this. And then, but then, you know, like it's all kind of missy-matchy. And then the monster of the week stuff, outside of a few of them, are very lame. Um... <laughs> Like, I like Tombs. I love the yeah. Tombs episode. Um, I love the Thing episode, where they're just blatantly mm-hmm. like, we're going to do the Thing. Um, and I really like uh, uh, Darkness Falls, the like the bugs yeah. in the world. is this, like, weird environmental tale, and, like, that's 100% relevant to where we are right now, of, like, Mother Nature fighting against us and being this thing that we can't stop. And the great episode, fucking um, across the sea with goddamn Brad Dora. Fucking Chucky and... talks to demons. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. But then it's surrounded by fucking goddamn <laughs> Amish people who have sex pheromones, but also they're aliens? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> oh, I just—it's so strange. 
Because I think every other, like, paranormal show that I've watched, like, Sci Factor or everything like that, they always, like, wrap up the story, like, the tale or the investigation or whatever. And that very rarely happens. Like, all this stuff just happens. And they're at the right place at the wrong moment some most of the time. And, like, they don't give their insight. It's just happening around them. And, like... It's kind of them half recording what's going on and sometimes getting in the middle of everything. But, like, it's so strange how they have it all set up. And, like, is it is not anything close to what I was expecting, for sure. Yeah, and, like, when you're talking about, like, how close... It, like, you know, like, um, the EBE episode. We're literally, like, they're tracing this truck and this is down UFO and there's an... And, like... Literally, the you know deep throat comes out, and he's just like, "Listen, you don't want to look in there. There's an alien, but I had to fucking kill it. That's what we have to do. Aliens are real, but we kill them. Oh, there's nothing in there. Sorry." And then, like, just everyone goes about their day. It's just like the show always walks right up to the precipice of answers, and there's like, "No, we're never gonna get you those." <laughs> it's so strange. And then you get like the Ghost in the Machine episode, where it's like <laughs> dealing with AI. And, like, this is 30 years in the past, but, like, this shit's realistic nowadays and, like, how people are using all that shit to spy. Um, yeah, when the whole, like, the, it's it's basically a smart home before smart homes yeah. were a thing. You know, it's just, like, this computer does everything, but, but, but it also has Dana stuck in a fucking air shaft, the giant fan trying to cut her up. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you jump from that to, and then... Like, the next episode's the whole thing episode, and I was just fucking on board. Because, like, you realistically think these two can't die, but at the same point, you very... It feels as though they could just be cloned and just have something put in place of them at the same point. So it's so fucking weird the whole way over. And, uh... Fucking we get Romo before his Battlestar and he's just fucking setting everything on fire. Uh, It was weirder to see all the people that I recognize. Like, this is their start in most of everything. Um, And it seems like a lot of this shit went on to inspire a lot of other things. Oh, for sure. I can't believe that all this stuff just isn't take like the starting nuggets for a lot of other things like the Lazarus episode like becoming face off uh, down the road I'm sure of it um, <laughs> that episode's so bad I it so is much. so bad but I, so, I love face off so much that it's like I, I, get, I get along with this it is so fucking weird um, <sighs> but like this first season is atrociously bad with this idea of like all of a sudden, we're going to have a guest star show up, and they're Dana or Mulder's best old friend at the Academy who doesn't work with them anymore. <laughs> and, now they, and they all die by the end of their episodes. <laughs> we also get werewolves with fucking Chief Hawk from Twin Peaks. Yep, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Tree Bugs was fucking awesome. Um, the fucking, just such weird stuff. Even the Roland episode where, like, they're talking about, like, decapitating heads and freezing them like I remember that being a big thing in the 90s because like that was revealed when uh, Walt Disney had done it and like such strange shit from the 90s that still seems real nowadays so yeah it was definitely a hotbed of like weird apocrypha like they just were like let's do it all what what do we want to do I can't imagine this being recorded in sequential order like it feels like they just recorded everything and then put everything to hat and then just like started pulling them and like that's the episode order we're going in. yeah <laughs> it's just like here's the thing it's like oh we're gonna go investigate a uh an old church revival tent where someone can raise people from the dead okay that's what we're doing this week sure <laughs> Um, does it straighten out or like do, do the seasons stay consistent like this where it's just a amalgamation of creature features and shit like that? It does, but they 
they definitely on what they're trying for an extent. Okay. The monster of the week is always the strongest part of the show. It's just a way for them to pop into it, pop in, interact with these other characters, show who they are as people, and some local stuff. The mythology starts trying to get a through line, but by the end of like season seven, they've shit the bed completely and nobody knows what they're doing. (laughs) But, But like, we are now in the homes, like we are in the the fucking gold stretch, son. Like season two through five is just fucking great. Nice. Well, like how excited I am over season one. Like I'm, just, I can't wait. If you're saying it's that much better, because I was just fantastically delighted with all of the episodes from this one. <sighs> yeah, I mean there, there's stuff. There's stuff in there. I like. <laughs> Even you know, even in some of the bad episodes, there's stuff I like. For most of them, I still think the fucking the Jersey Devil episode can go burn in a fire, and I think it's still one of the worst. Um, but you know, even when you get like episodes I don't quite like, but you get stuff like uh, Molders, you know, in the church praying at the end as Dana's listening to these hypnosis recordings oh, of him, and he realizes about his daughter or his sister and uh, it's just like these great human moments yeah I mean it's it's so much more involved than I was expecting to like those hmm, those stinging character moments um because even when fucking Dana is talking to her dad and then loses him and but like it's some Twin Peaks shit happening that <laughs> he's just in the chair, like, talking to her. And, like, uh, it's so weird. And he's fucking Major yeah, Briggs Major from Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so strange because Twin Peaks would have been mid-90s, right? The year before. Oh, okay. Twin Peaks was the year before X-Files started, I think. Oh, it's so fucking weird to see all this stuff, like, culminated. And, like, I just wasn't aware of it for 30 fucking years. So. <laughs> you must not. I remember, as weird as I can be, like, when I was a kid, Candyman didn't scare me. The X-Files fucking terrified me when I was a child. <laughs> see? That's what I mean by your brain being so wonderfully wild. Because um, I don't think any of these have, like, fucking tombs has kept me up, for sure. Especially when he reprised his role in the first fucking season already. And it's like, yeah. goddamn. <laughs> but, you know, like, I just remember, because, like, X-Files was, like, 93. Yeah. So I would have been six you know, seven going on seven. Like I just remember Sunday night, so it came on Fox, and like that theme music scared the fuck out of me. And like, oh, my, you know, my parents that's like, what I. That's why I would have never fucking been able to watch it. We never had Fox growing up, so that makes a lot more sense. Yep. <laughs> but so it was just weird. Fucking it, it good on your parents thing. for not letting you watch it, but you obviously finding ways. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking kids, kids do what they want, right? At six years old, you're like, fuck that. I'm watching this shit. I bet you love... I need to see these aliens. I bet you love the did. Jersey Day- Devil when you were younger. Well, yeah, because you saw butt, right? I was like, ooh. <laughs> but no, I was that weird kid who, like, I'd go to the library and, like, between all the, like, the fucking novels I was reading because I was weird, I was getting, like, into the I'd be like here's a book about alien abductions I'm going to read that this week and so like I was big into aliens when I was really young and Dude, like, I mean that shit was toys. prevalent in the early 90s I remember seeing all that oh, abduction sure. bullshit and it's like to have the show touch on that stuff like and you got to think like production on the TV show back then fucking took at least a year to like get things through the and like that was it's weird to think that this was right on the pulse when all this stuff was happening. So. Yeah, like, this was huge. Like, you know, the weekly world news is all about alien saucers and abduction. Like, it was just, and you know, there was that alien autopsy video that was obviously fake, but they aired it as real and, like, it was, like, an unsolved mystery thing. You know, it's like, 
it was part like a huge part of the culture then. God, when we get the end, and she's just like, "Yeah, I'll steal the fucking alien baby for to save my friend," and then it's like, <sighs> "What the fuck for?" <laughs> <laughs> and then they just fucking file away in their big goddamn warehouse. Goddamn the Pentagon. <laughs> yep, and then you know, uh, by the end of the season, you know, Deep Throat's been killed. And uh, the X Files are closed. Dun dun dun! I hope the season two just starts out with "Gotcha," and then they play Rick, <laughs> the uh, Rick Roll, and then we get a new. Yes. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck, X Files is really ahead of the game on this." <laughs> you got me, but I'm all right with it. I love you guys. <laughs> But yeah, fucking X-Files rules. Um, I think it'd be good to uh, take like a couple episodes break, but like watch the entire episode, or season and then talk about it in like three weeks. Like we're doing with this. Yeah, whatever, man. Okay. Whenever we're both done with it, I guess. Like I said, <laughs> I just... That's basically all I did. How far are you into season back. two already? I haven't started. You told me not to. All right, but that was what I was doing. I was I'd get off work, and I'm trying to read at least two chapters of a book every night. And I just throw X Files on the background while I'm reading and watch a couple episodes. It's it's the perfect thing to just have on the back, like because it's early '90s, so you're just not. They aren't doing all that shit, like hiding shit in the background, and like you got to be very uh, observant of all this shit. It's like, nah, they're giving it straight to you. <laughs> it's just fun little romp with. Aliens or whatever, <laughs> but yeah, yep. I'm loving it. So, um, let's jump from there and talk about how we're not gonna watch Hunters. We are not. <laughs> uh, that's what was keeping me from going live earlier. I, I was like, oh, I better knock out those two episodes because I really, uh, I told Luke to do it, and then I saw you and only watched one. I was like. What's this shit about? And then watch the first episode and realize exactly what that is. <laughs> um, if uh, you're I into believe... war stuff, I'm sure you're going to have a great time with it. I'm so over any war anything that even hunting Nazis down in their old age and watching Al Pacino fight them in the back room doesn't sound appealing in the least. <laughs> My response, I texted my buddy after I watched the first episode, and I was like, you know, I'm not sure I need a show about Nazis in my life right now, but I definitely don't need one with fucking Ted Mosby in it. He shows up, and I was like, nope, I'm I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Fuck that guy. How about your mother's awful? You, you haven't even finished it. You don't even, you can't even say that with a straight face, because it's great, and you're an awful person. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I don't, it just, it isn't something uh, about it. producing it. He's an EP uh, on it. Yeah. I was like, I, I've been seeing the trailers in the, in theaters for the last couple weeks. And like, I couldn't remember if Peel was attached to this along with Candyman. And it's like, yeah, he was. And I don't know why this show sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know that I've watched enough to be like it sucks. But like, it's just it's not for yeah, me. Like, I, I don't need. You know, I don't need to see the. the how do I say it? The horrors of what happened to the Jewish people yeah. in World War Two is enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like we could watch Schindler's List, which we did last year, and be like, you know, this was all awful. We saw what they went through. It sucks. I don't need it to be like glorified yeah. and like it's like the Nazis are bad enough I don't need to know that like he played human chess with these mm. people and like made them murder each other to show up another one mm. in a chess game you know like you don't need to make these people ultra awful because they were yeah awful yeah. so I don't know Just definitely not for me so scrapping that off the list and Al Pacino sure. is definitely just like hamming it the fuck up all like, I, re- that voice is all I remember is from Irishman and 
them not getting a body double for uh <laughs> I can't even think of his fucking name. But like it's definitely old man fighting a guy on the curb. It's like I don't wanna see anything close to that, so yeah i was just like i was good and it was like it was an hour and a half long and that's all the episodes were over an hour and i was like no can't do this man it felt so goddamn long i was like how much longer and i only made it a half hour through i was like fuck and like the thing is like i'm not interested in there was not enough of a hook yeah like once, like, he reveals all these people who are helping him hunt Nazis, I was like, I don't care about any of these characters. You should have maybe, like, intersped them in the episode, so maybe I'd be interested oh, in who the they are. Oh, was that five minutes of the show? Yeah, did you not no, watch I last just, five I minutes? just stopped it. I was like, they killed the dude in the thing, and he started talking about their grandson. I was like, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. And, he was, and then she was just like, you know, we promised your grandmother we'd watch over you and we're not doing this alone. He, he like opens a door and there's like seven people in there and it shows that they've been following him and keeping an eye on him the whole episode. It's just like, there. well, mother and then, uh, <laughs> but you know, and then like, I'm not, I'm not interested in that FBI agent at all mm-hmm. or where her storyline's going. I don't care about fucking weirdo super Aryan kid who's like beating people with fucking bowling balls. Yeah. Man, they showed his tattoo. I was like, that's, that's enough. That <laughs> 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 with those people. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you want more Nazis in your life, watch it, I suppose. But definitely we're going to be... Yeah, because there is like... There's a lot of Nazis. It's so heavy. And, like, it's set in the 70s, so, I mean, that stuff's still very much on the edge of everybody's mind. But, like, ugh. I just... I think we've had too much of it the last year uh, with all the stuff we were watching, so... For sure. Yeah. So, jumping from there to High Fidelity, and full disclosure, I've only seen the first episode. What? You had like three weeks to watch it. What are you doing? I've only seen the first episode because I fucking love the hell out of it. And like, it's it's so it's good. It's one of these shows that come along once in a while. And like, the soundtrack's dope. I fucking love the characters. Like, I don't know that I've ever watched the movie High Fidelity all the way through. Like, it was always on what? TV and like, I'd catch parts of it randomly. But, like, I can't tell if I've ever seen it the whole way through, but I know enough of it to know, like, they're taking my favorite bits of it and, like, turning those into full episodes. And it's like, I just want more of this, but every week sparsed out. (laughs) Because I do, I fucking love Zoe Kravitz. I think she's killing it. Um, Yeah, she's great. Uh, They're all great. Like, I watched it all in like one sitting because it's only <laughs> yeah it would literally it's only take twenty minutes five episode. hours so <laughs> you know but like so I don't know where what ends and I and since you haven't seen the original uh, we you don't think we end I don't know with how to her running into Max and like uh, getting through her top five breakups yeah and then but like I also <laughs> don't know how to compare it to the movie if you haven't seen the movie and I know you haven't read the book so I don't know I where to pull from book. I didn't even know that was a thing so yeah Nick Hornby <laughs> wrote it put my shelf over there I'm gonna read it after all like I'm gonna watch the series and then I'm gonna watch the movie and then I'll definitely read the book uh, just do it all backwards <laughs> yeah for sure um, but I love all the personalities even the uh, lady from uh, my name is Dolomite is just so wonderfully perfect and it's like it feels like they're making their own thing off of the back of the old thing and it's just so it works so well with who they've chosen for it all so yeah like everyone's great in it but like once you get deeper and like once you've gone back and see like they strengthen the character and they do far more interesting, real, believable things with it than how they were able to do in the movie. Because, like, really, 
Rod's a fucking asshole, and that's the yeah, point. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of high fidelity. But like the way they they pull it and give it more room to breathe in the show and stuff, you actually see growth as a person, whereas it doesn't quite feel earned in the movie. Okay, and I mean reasonably it's only twice as long as the movie was with only being five hours so yes but yeah i mean it's it's great it's super funny like you said the soundtrack's fucking dope everyone's really great in it um i think (laughs) that the peripheral characters around rob are better in the show than they were in the movie uh because they one they have more room to breathe but also, like, I don't know. I, just, I love the idea of tying uh, the one into being her ex who didn't know that he was gay and, like, he came out and now he just works there. As, like, the character's kind of, like, shitty in the movie, but mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting. I really like it. I think the gender swap Are works they, without... Do they have a second season lined up, or is it just this so far? They haven't announced a second okay. season. They leave it open enough to do another nice. one. Um, dude, I just fell in love with the show instantly. Like, it feels like this is the ideal world. Like, me and you to be set in, like, I that would be my dream if anything came to fruition. Like, this seems so realistic to our, our lifestyles and shit <laughs> that we would thrive in it. <laughs> but yeah. I also so love it's that good. it's I, set I in it. modern times and, like, they have smartphones and all this shit and, like, they still live in or work out of a record factory record store for like the original or the movie at least was set in the 90s right obviously i think it was i think it was late 90s maybe because the book was written in the late 90s i can't remember if they perioded it up or not um and the the movie was like early 2000 came out um but yeah and that's the thing is though like with like the resurgence of vinyl it makes sense yeah yeah. like you know a record store can still be a thing i have actually there's like four record stores in des moines where i live you know like (laughs) it's a thing it's true so definitely if you have hulu i can't recommend this this series enough because it's fucking i'm one episode in and i can't wait to watch the next episode for sure um Absolutely love it. They're all killing it. So definitely if you have Hulu, check that out. Or if you don't have Hulu, get it so you can check it out. Um, mm. So jumping from there, let's talk a little lock and key, finally. Um, That's the thing I watched like a month ago, <laughs> it feels like. Uh, I read the first three chapters and then watched the series. Um, essentially, it it pretty much follows the source material. Um you learn or the head games episode i think i liked that so much better as it was visualized in the the show um like them just unlocking the and like the top of their head popping off in the comic was a little strange um Mm -mm, i love that it's so fucking cool No, it is totally um and also when she like pulls out her little gremlins like so good yeah, she pulls out her fear and just like a little thing she pulls out of her head. Like, <laughs> I like that, but I understand how like that's probably harder to visualize in a show than in the yeah, book. Yeah. So I guess they did what they could. But it seems like they used the same like character design for it, even though it's like full grown <laughs> person size now too. So um, the keys are awesome. Like I'm so great grateful that I linked up. And, like, took a chance on this book again. Like, I love the shit out of it. I watched the first season and, like, was instantly ready to buy the rest of the volumes. And I was like, I'll just wait. I've got plenty of reading stuff that I've got to get through. But, like, these first three volumes are so dope. Also, the worst way of disposing of a demon ever. (laughs) Let's just carry this lady with this drape wrapped around her for a good mile or two through this cavernous to throw her through this door we've never opened. Makes sense. No, it seems Total like sense. very awful planning for sure. <laughs> Especially not securing her more than they did. Um, she was dead. She, they thought she was dead. She was just wildly well, like, 
Whatever, man. He put a fucking flame key on his lightsaber. Of course, she was dead. It's fair. It's fair. Um, the I think the Crown of Shadows was done way better in the the book. Um, you get the fucking giant battle from the brother in the the Dodge. Um, they find out who she is way sooner in the books, and like it, it makes I feel like a better confrontation between the two. Um, she, they were just tossing keys back and forth the whole th- whole time. It was so wild. Um, but damn, the, I think the show knocked it out of the park for sure. Um, yeah, I I like a lot of it. It was way better than I thought it was probably going to be, considering the show has been in fucking development hell forever. <laughs> like, it was supposed to come out on Fox years ago and got canceled, and then Hulu got it, and then they canceled it. Like, it's, it's like I never thought it was going to come. It's also so and then when it does, to, good. like realize that Netflix capitalized on it and did it justice. Like usually you get like five episodes that are filler and like just dragging through the story, but like this is just knocking out left and right. So, I mean, yeah, there's some, there's some like I, I don't need that much to take place in the fucking school and like yeah. the drama around their school lives. You know, like just. Give me fucking fighting demons and keys and weird houses. That's all I need. Yeah, give me all that. (laughs) But definitely awesome. Highly recommend uh, reading the actual comics and checking out the series on Netflix. Um, I don't know if there's much else to say that. Like, it just works so well. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's good. It's interesting. There's stuff I like. There's stuff that's like, I'm fairly like I don't know, man. It was weird. I liked the Kinsey storyline. I love it in the books, and I really liked it here. You know, like being so traumatized and wanting to get over it, and literally trying to take it away, and realizing that like that's part of what shapes you, mm-hmm. and like you can't work without it. But like in the show, and she's like, I don't know. You guys both want to fuck? Hmm, maybe let's do that. <laughs> like, uh, it was also strange that they kind of uh, took. Her uh, took the older brothers showing off to a friend, like with the head key, and like she did that to her friend. And like I loved how they visualized the whole memories and everything for her, and like how everybody had their different head door. So I don't know. It's all so good, um, and I can't wait for the mom to become a, just a raging alcoholic for the next season. <laughs> mm, don't need that. No, I'm just messing. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're past it because they found the Omega Key, but um, yeah, yeah. And she was drinking already. I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't know. It, it touched on a lot of good things. Just just hearing that she was drinking and like her 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 kids confronting her about it, like seems so realistic. Like. I had friends that had parents like that and not in my wildest dreams would I have ever brought it up. So, yeah. Fucking wild. So, jumping from there, uh, you want me to tell you about Fantasy Island? What about the other TV show? Was there another one? No, we got through Oh, I am not okay with this. Uh... Trust me, we watched a lot of fucking Yeah, TV. I know. I thought we were through it, but no, we got one more. Um, on Netflix, I'm not okay with this. Got the chick from It. Um, and the kid from and It. And the kid from It. Uh, and they... Uh, How did you feel about the series? Because I know... You, it's not good. So this is from the writer from uh, End of the Fucking World. End of the Fucking World. Um, and I could tell immediately. Yeah. And you didn't like it? No, I don't think it's good at all. That's shocking. Because I really fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> of course you did. And you didn't like End of the Fucking World. This is so dumb. How is it dumb? Everything. Because it's so fucking weird that you didn't like it, but you liked that other one. So, Because it was better. That's I the answer. Don't, I don't like, know. I like this so much that I'm willing to give End of the Fucking World another chance. Maybe I was just fucking... On something, but hearing that you didn't like it is kind of really surprising to me, though. 
I don't know. It just seems the idea of um, adolescence and puberty and change and sexuality being metaphors, like powers being metaphors for that, how you feel like an outsider and you feel different Mm -hmm. and things are never going to be the same is a trope that has been used so often that I don't feel they do anything new or interesting to warrant my time with the show. That's fair. I can see that. Um, Especially when you reach the part of like they so much of what should make this show work is you know she is you know be it gay or bisexual she's obviously into her friend but the show one doesn't ever make that um a forefront like that always seems like it's just kind of in the background where it should be front and center i think and also i don't think her friend is very interesting at all so like i don't want to see it that's really funny that you say that like i felt like it worked very well because it was so subtle um we saw when it was in euphoria where uh she was trying to get onto her friend and she was definitely not into it but um I think it worked really well and was sweet in this way, but uh, I agree. Her friends are not that interesting for sure. Um, I think the kids from it are the only like outstanding performances for the series. Um, (laughs) Which is funny because um, apparently I'm the only one who didn't think the lead was very good, which is great because like, I think she's good in it. Mm -hmm. I think she was good in sharp objects. I not think she's good at all in this like i think she is so like withdrawn in herself and everything has such a monotone quality to it that i don't read any emotion off of her huh yeah I, i'm really apparently just like veering widely from everyone else uh, the, <laughs> like everyone's like she's great you want to know how the, like, no. the way i found out that it was the uh writer who did end of the fucking world is because after I got done with the series, I was like, oh, this is based on a comic? Let's check out that comic. And immediately pulled it up. I was like, oh, yeah, I hate that fucking art. I hate it so goddamn much. Oh, yeah, that's what they, he did, too. Um, so. I I knew it was from the people who did Edit the Fucking World as I just watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. It's got the same, like, use of, like, weirder indie rock oldies music uh like the 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 texture of the scenes all look the same it's weird for, but like cinematography all looks, like i could just tell no you no like I, as soon as i found that out i was like yeah no all of that makes so much more sense um i don't i feel like the did you see the original ending of the comic though uh, that's what I was just going to ask you about. <laughs> what was that? She blows her own head off. <sighs> well, that's something. <laughs> huh. So apparently, like, whatever they're going to do in season two, if they get another one with this, like, shadow thing or whatever, that's apparently not in the books. But yeah. Um, Wait a I fucking minute. That might be. Wait a fucking minute. The shadow was in the, was it in the comics? I don't believe so because I think the original book literally ends with her blowing her own head off instead of the guy confronting her at prom. You're ripping my head apart right now. I can't, I so. can't even fathom any of this because like that was the intriguing part of like oh it's got to be her dad and like he killed himself to like release himself of these powers and like they just stuck around blah 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 and then the end of the uh, end of the season is like what am she didn't recognize whoever the shadowy figure was so it's not her dad and it's like just somebody with powers that has been stalking her and apparently stalked her dad (laughs) well and you know like I think it's obviously the idea of like a teenage girl who's kind of getting bullied because of her sexuality killing herself is probably a little too dark for Netflix <laughs> right now. Um, probably too dark but for like, anything, realistically. 
Um, but like, I I like the idea of that symmetry to the story. You know, like her father couldn't deal oh, yeah, with yeah, all yeah. this stuff, and he killed himself. And yeah, I don't know. I definitely don't think I'll watch another season if they do it. Uh, I'd give it a shot. Um, wasn't uh, End of the Fucking World all 20, 20 minute episodes too? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I I may take a second look at it for sure. Um, Which is also a show that should have ended after the first season and not done a second one and they kind of fucked it up by doing another one. So, whatever. So the second season is not worth a damn? It's fine. <laughs> I just feel the much... It's a lot of the same, but it kind of waters or uh, waters down the whole idea of it, right? Yeah, I think I think we talked about it briefly because when I watched it, because yeah. you were like, "No, I'm not gonna watch it." They inverse the roles. Oh yeah, and it's it, it it's it's interesting, and I like the characters enough to stay with them. But like that ending of him being shot down by the police is where you end. Like that's where the story mm-hmm. ends. Like you don't continue. Hmm. Well, son of a bitch, check that out or not, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so are is there a chance you're gonna see Fantasy Island? Possibly this weekend. Um, I don't want to talk about it then yet. Um, just tell me it's bad, right? You know what's really funny is it's probably on the level where we both enjoy it, <laughs> <laughs> but we enjoy it because it's yeah. bad. Okay. But I think like. Rewatching X Files and like just buying into whatever anybody's saying is like, yeah, I'm totally on board. Like this makes all the sense of the world. Um, <laughs> halfway through the movie, I thought it was a Disney. Like, it feels like an attraction movie, like Haunted Mansion type of thing, where like they took this idea and premise and like, oh yeah, we can totally make a movie of that. So it's it's just fucking weird. Um. It's got some good old Shyamalan twists. Keep you guessing. Not really. Um, but I, I feel like it's, it's enjoyable and I have no idea why it's getting there. It, it, it's getting. But I have a feeling it's a flip of the coin. Like, I think if you go in with the right mindset, you'll enjoy the shit out of it. Because it has very much um, Death Day vibes to it. Okay. So it's a really weird one to to gauge. Um, but I can definitely see you just coming next week and be like, you're an idiot. It sucks so bad and these are all the reasons why. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. So I was excited to talk to you about it, but I guess that'll happen next week for sure. <laughs> no, don't say for sure. sure. We're hoping. 100%. You're going to knock it out. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be great. So, um, were you ever a Sonic fan? No. Why would I be a Sonic fan? (laughs) So, why'd you see Sonic? Because you made me. I definitely did not. I didn't think you were going to see Sonic at all. And I just went in because I am definitely a Sonic fan. No, literally, the last time we recorded, I was like, I don't want to see Sonic. You're like, we're fucking seeing Sonic. We're fucking. We're doing this. All right, touche. Uh, I vaguely remember that right now. Um, no, I never had Sega. Sega wasn't my thing, so like I never played them. I was aware of the comics and the cartoon, but like I never watched them. I never read them. <laughs> I know there's the fox has the tails and he flies and there's the one red one that's stupid dumb and there's a girl. He's the best. He has knuckles. He can glide. He punches shit. It's great. He's the best. And then I knew they made a... a, a, I knew all the like the 3D games are all stuck and they're awful and they're really bad but there's one where he turns into a werewolf. (laughs) I don't don't know. You're making some great points and why everybody loves Sonic especially me. Um... I never, I was always the Super Nintendo kid growing up and like didn't have Sega till like high school. And like I remember trading my friend random stuff to get a hold of a Sega in Sonic and like played the hell out of it at that point. Um, 
I <laughs> funny you mentioned the comics because I'm pretty sure uh, Sonic comic was my first comic. Um, <laughs> I have the videos. The I remember watch uh, watching the show on USA before. Like I would go over to my friend's house so I could watch it before the bus came to pick us up. Like I'm fucking Sonic hardcore fan. Um, when that first trailer hit, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I definitely knew I was going to see it, but I was like, this is horrendous. Like, oof, I'm so glad they redesigned it, even though that fucking <laughs> company went out of business, whatever, or that studio went out of business, whatever. Um, but did you enjoy the movie? <laughs> no, but it's like, it, it is. It is what it is, and, like, I've realized a long time ago that, like, kids' movies just are not for me. They're just, they're not. See, and every time I bring that up, you're like, no, 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 I just ain't the kids there. I'm fine with the movies. It's like, I thought Cyclops was great. Fucking Jim Carrey's the fucking man. Like, he's the perfect role for Robotnik. Like, listen, okay, take it back two steps. (laughs) I went to the theater last night. I was the only one in there until the preview started, and then a mother and her kid walked in, and they fucking talked the whole movie, and it was fine. I was like, whatever. I don't care, you know? The the fucking credits are rolling. They're, you know, it looks like the video game. They're doing the movie in the video game sprite form. I get up, and I'm walking out, and the mom goes, oh, no, there was someone in here. Like, they didn't know I was in the theater. <laughs> See, and that only adds to my enjoyment for this whole entire thing. Uh, so good. Sonic number one. <laughs> oh, that but, like, brilliant. here's the thing, like, would... W- here's my interesting question that I have for mm-hmm. you. The movie obviously would have been 100% the same. Mm-hmm. If they hadn't done the redesign, would you have liked it or not? Uh, no, I'm sure I would have. Uh, it's it's a weird thing that uh, I didn't like the latest turtle movie. Like, I hate the designs of the turtles, but the movie themselves are alright movies. So, it, it would have just been that scenario. Like, I would have just blocked out the image of him, but, like, I would have been alright with the rest of the movie. So, yeah. It's definitely just a weird situation that they put themselves through. Um, I don't think it did overly well, but enough to say all right for the redesign. But like the the entire movie is just for kids. Like there there's a few jokes that older people will get, but like if you're not a Sonic fan, I'm I'm sure it's just like whatever. Like they even throw the Sonic meme in there just for the fuck of it, which I. There's a Sonic meme? Yeah, he the crazy Carl drew a picture of Sonic. It's the gotta go fast Sonic meme. Fuck if I know memes. <laughs> when you're talking to an adult. So like that's yeah, that's it. That's the movie. Like I was not expecting uh highbrow cinema, like just Sonic running around fucking eating chili dogs. That's all I need. And then yeah, rub- I don't know, man. There was some, like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It's that thing where, like, there's always just a little bit of, like, kids' movies that are weird, and I don't know why they do... I don't know, man. Robotnik was, like, really dark for a character and kind of disturbed me. Listen, motherfucker, he's just this like... is the guy that turns cute, cuddly, adorable animals into robots. Like, he's always been unhinged yeah. like that. Yeah, and you get it, you know, but he's he's there and he's just like, only bullies hit people. Do you know what happened to the person that bullied me? He drank through a straw for a month. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? You're talking about you put a child in the hospital? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, he did. That's romantic. <laughs> 100%. Um, yeah, it was just fucking great. I loved it. I'm really yeah. It's a I'm glad that you saw it, even against. I'm sure your body was just like, "Let's not fuck this." To hell with this. <laughs> it definitely was. I was just like, I was like, "Oh no!" 
the lodge is playing right down the street. I can go see an indie horror movie I want to see. <laughs> no, I'll see Sonic instead. Uh, uh, it's whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. It, it's a kids movie. I don't like them. That's not for me. But it's it it's inoffensive yeah. for the most part. Yeah, like I think it's it's already becoming an old hat to be like if someone's fast, we're gonna rip off the fucking time in a bottle sequence from days of futures past you know everyone's just gonna freeze and we're gonna walk around and move stuff like it's all <laughs> people know what to do with super speed and i'm kind of tired of that already it's ridiculous that one movie just nailed the shit out of it and then surrounded an entire franchise around it that has just sucked so bad <laughs> um but you know it's like it's it's whatever yeah. he's there's I don't know. I don't think you're. I don't, know, man. I, I don't think you're going in this movie expecting anything else than what it delivers. So it's good. Yeah, but it, it yeah, it, you know, it's whatever. It's we both it's a loved it. Movie. If it's you like were Sonic, on the fence of it, go see it because it's great and you'll love it. You'll love yourself yeah, for seeing it. Too. It's it's not like some goddamn dumpster fire like I was afraid it was going to be. You know. Yeah, it's actually just a, a good good fun movie. So. Go check it out. That I did. Though. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. <laughs> if you have any recollection of who Sonic is, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So go check it out. Um, moving on to the last film and the last thing we saw, The Invisible Man. Uh, what do you think of your lady? <laughs> yeah, she's so good. Liz Moss is so good. It's stupid how good she is. That's fair. Did you like the movie? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's not like it's it's not like it's a reinvention of the wheel or anything, but I do like the idea, you know, of instead of focusing on the invisible man, we're focusing on his victim and you know, like I don't know. It's fine. Me, it's good. It something. has it has nothing. Let me tell you something. This movie is so fucking good. <laughs> like, it was, like, Moss is insane. Like, I know we saw this, said this last year about this time when she was in Us, and, like, you just wanted to steer in a different role. And, like, after seeing her smell, and, like, she is such a fucking ridiculous range. Like, I buy all oh, for the sure. trauma that she went through, and, like, escaping through the house was just captivating like fuck the everything like everybody in this movie is so good and like i only saw like the first bits of the trailer and like really thought it was going to be a paranormal side to it um and like we get into it and like it's an optics guy is like oh i wonder if they're gonna play with this thing where like he had and like that's how they they played the suit off and i was like fascinated by that and i'm glad they grounded it in reality rather being paranormal and it made me enjoy it so much more because knowing that it's just the dude in the suit that is stalking his victims (laughs) and what's even what's even better is you know like through all of them be it you know the original story or the 33 film or even fucking Verhoeven's Hollow Man, right? It's it's these science accidents or experiments that drive these, you know, and it it takes this person away, and maybe that's why did they unbalance and they become this way. Versus this, where it's literally just like, no, this is just a rich white guy who can get away with it. Like you know, he can take the suit off and just live his life if he wants to, but also go and just torture these people and do the things he wants because he wants to own them. I think it's a good reflection of abusive relationships and like trying to move on and how, you know, people in those situations become almost invisible themselves. It's, it's an on the nose metaphor, but it's there and like how she's able to rise above it at the end and get a new lease on life. And like you said, Moss just fucking goes through it all from like scared and, you know, trying to rebuild after what happened to her, to becoming paranoid, to seeming crazy, to the being fact just where she's troll. just she, like ride the wave. absurdly scared out of her mind when she like 
finds the phone in the attic and realizes somebody's in the house and like <sighs> swallows all that shit and just goes after him and fucking gets thrown across the fucking kitchen. Like just so ridiculous, but works so well because it's her and like, God damn. Like I have no qualms. Like I'm definitely and seeing also... anything with Moss in it at this point. Yeah, she's great. Even though she's the fucking Scientologist, which always is like, ah, everyone has a mark <laughs> against them, I guess. Like, she's so good. Um, yeah, I like everything. Uh, I'm so much glad, like, more glad that we got this movie than whatever the fuck that Johnny Depp Invisible Man movie would have been if the Dark Universe I, I was gonna ask you if it was supposed to be like that, but uh, so have you seen the other Invisible Men? I've seen the Claude Rains one from the 30s, and I've seen Hollow Man. Hollow Man was the Those 90s are the My Invisible Man movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kevin yeah, Bacon yeah. when he sees Dong. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that one, but that's it. Um, yeah, I think this works so much better not focusing on that aspect of it and just being in the background. Yeah, plus you're able to get... Um, I wouldn't say the movie's... Scary. No, no, it's, there's yeah, a certain it's, amount of tension it to tension it. Tension and thrill, uh, suspense very well, but like, but like not horror. Like I didn't have any problems with but horror. But it reminded me. But it reminded me um, a lot of like, excuse me, when the Paranormal Activity movies were big, right? You're always looking in the background trying to figure oh, out where not this even person that. is. Like, like it works um, on that level. See, I was I came into it thinking it was going to par- be paranormal, so like. I was looking in the background for all the Hill House, like, ghosts everywhere, like, just waiting for a face to pop up. Because, like, I saw in the trailer where he breathes next to her, like, you see the breath come out of where a person would be standing. It's like, fuck. Um, There's also some things in the trailer that they kind of skirt around, like, when when they're taking pictures of them sleeping. Um you don't get that angle in the movie. So it was really weird to see that in the trailer. Um, how they re- resorted The weirdest it. thing, like... There's parts, though, where, like... When she's sitting there talking to the daughter, an invisible man just fucking slaps her in the face. She's like, why did you hit me? I was like, you obviously, she didn't hit you. Like, you would have... No, stop no, it. No, sometimes you get hit, and you just have to look at the sanest person near you, so... That makes sense. You were four feet away from me and I didn't see you move, but obviously you fucking You're quick slapped as fuck. me in the Stop face. Stop slapping me. No. I'm going to yell at my dad. Um, But I fucking like I died laughing at the fucking restaurant scene with the sister. psychotic. <laughs> that is terrifying. Dude, when she's just like that's, ter- that's more terrifying than anything in this movie. Is the fact that, that that you got joy from that? You're a real, you're a real piece of work, dude. Just like no, when the sister's like, "Wait, is that a knife?" <laughs> like, oh, my throat! And like he just the knife just slams into Moss's hand. Listen, it's so I'm funny that I'm laughing at you, laughing at that, not laughing at the scene itself, because I'm not a psychopath. Um, no, totally, I totally I'm not get a psychopath. It. And like, it's so weird how knives just developed everywhere like there was the one up in the attic she fucking ran and grabbed the other one from the kitchen like and then just the one in the fucking floating in the restaurant Ah, that's so good um and like the whole sequence in the hospital when like the cops keep running in and just like oh god (laughs) she's obviously 40 feet away she didn't shoot this guy in the head a second ago fucking wild um it's good. Um, my little piece of trivia that I didn't uh, like corroborate because I didn't see it until mm-hmm. after the movie. But apparently, the Invisible Man, uh, his company is the company from Upgrade. Ooh! So like this is like so it could ooh. be tied together. Well, it's oh, the same okay. writer and director, nice. so that's nice. I like that. Is it? It's weird. This dude's had a weird <laughs> fucking career. Yeah, but I feel like he could not, 
knock another one out like this and then like take all those bits and put them into one massive film and make it just really fucking dope. Yeah, an invisible man who has the fucking <laughs> AI in his head. Yeah, to kill exactly. People. But then he has Bingo. to fight Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, some dope stuff, some stuff to avoid. Um, what are we watching for next week then? I don't know. Uh, you do know because we're seeing onward. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I just Listen, said I don't like kids' movies. You gotta. Not. Because I won't force Why? another kids' movie on you this year. Two things. I don't like kids' movies. I don't like kids. <laughs> and I don't like Chris Pratt. So, like, why would I want to see uh, this movie? All right. I'll leave you off. I'll let you off the hook, but I'm definitely going to see it. Um, at, at most, I might catch it in like four weeks. When we both. Around. Except for one person who'll be like, I didn't know, know you were in the theater. Right Sorry. Now, you're not, that's not going to happen. This is this, is this year's Ghost that. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll watch a bunch of stuff. We'll tell you about it next week. Um, is that it? Is that the no, only thing there's out? I can't be. Um, yeah, okay, yeah we'll for sure. Out, so, uh, watch some new stuff and we'll, uh, come back and talk about it next week. Peace, pineapple, all that good stuff. Later. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking, there's a knife floating over your shoulder. Oh no. Wow. <laughs>